uh, I love Vampiro. Vampiro is my brother. Uh, it wasn't for him. I was not in Mexico for almost 17 years. Uh, he was the one who, who helped me to get out of IWA because in one moment, I need to get out to the IWA because, you know, when you got it all in one company, you have to, you know, have to go all, all, to all other places. And I was stuck in Puerto Rico, like national. I was, I want to go to, to Mexico, to the States, to Japan, you know, to make my career get better and bigger. Uh, he was the one. He was the one who, who helped me to come to Mexico. Uh, and bro, uh, I love I love Vampiro very much. He helped me, and until into today, I talk to him. You know. Like a casket rigged with TNT, your boys are exploding out of the gate with a fresh episode of Cold Cuts. I'm Chris, he's Danny, and Danny, my mate, how the heck are you? Really good, mate, on a Sunday uh, evening that we're recording this. And uh, yeah, it's appropriate because it's the casket time, isn't it? It most certainly is, mate, and I am ready to discuss some more classic content with you. So, Meat Siders, this week's Cold Cuts is a special bonus episode focusing on the famed casket match from January the 6th, 2006, where Ricky Banderas and Vampiro continued their epic feud in IWA Puerto Rico. In Wrestling Society X, this particular match is credited with how Ricky Banderas received his brutal facial burns, so, this feud is certainly life changing for both men. But it's a feud that seemingly has very little said about it online, Danny, which makes for an excellent episode to talk about it. Absolutely, yeah. As I was trying to do a bit of research for this, I thought, wow, no one's really seen this. So this is right up our street, isn't it? Yeah, it totally is. Um, I'll be very honest, mate. There's, there's very little about the Ricky Banderas and Vampiro feud full stop. So... Yeah, we might be uh, another podcast point of reference in about 10 years from now. Who knows? Hopefully, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but what we can say, mate, is that this match was a part of the 2006 IWA Puerto Rico Hysteria Bariqua Tour, which was a series of events that exist as a kind of season opening for the company. Historically, it's held during the opening weeks of January, regularly coinciding with the celebration of Epiphany, which is a Christian feast day commemorating the visit of the Magi, the baptism of Jesus and the wedding at Cana, a.k.a. the transforming of water into wine. So at least I've managed to sneak some Jesus chat into this series, bud. You have, and alcohol chat as well. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, you... You can't have a nice bottle of red wine without Jesus, mate. No, no, certainly not. <laughs> but <laughs> I also thought, um, as we was uh, as we was writing down things for this, this is now the fourth um, 
promotion that Vampiro has been in that we're covering. Yeah, that's a good point, really. So, yeah, so we've had um, WCW, obviously. Yeah. Uh, we've had JCW. We've yeah. had Wrestling Society X. Yeah. And, yeah, we've had um, IWA Puerto Rico. So, yeah, um, who'd have thought would have covered quite so many promotions with Vampiro winning such a, a short space of time for this little podcast, eh? Yeah, exactly, mate. And he's done so much more. So, And we're going to be looking at all his career. Um, I mean, he's done TNA. He's done NWA TNA. Uh, so many more that we can cover as well. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, so uh, let's let's bring some more on. But going into IWA, um, the first night of the 2006 event was held on January the 6th. 2006 in Toa Baja, Puerto Rico, and featured such luminaries as Rhino, Apollo, New Jack, Conan, Ron Killings, and of course, Savio Vega, who was in the main event. Oh, brilliant. That sounds like a really decent night out. <laughs> it most certainly does, um, especially with the former Quang. Uh, but it is the semi-main that we are going to be focusing on as Ricky Banderas and Vampiro served up a slice of intense brutality. But Danny, actually finding some information on their feud in the first place was a little harder to find. But it doesn't mean that we didn't try, does it? No, absolutely not. So, taking a look at the rest of the events on the tour... Ricky Banderas was the leader of a heel stable called La Cruz del Diablo that primarily feuded with Ray Gonzalez and Savio Vega. But Vampiro had seemingly been dragged into the stable's orbit as well. So from what I could ascertain, um, Vampiro and Banderas had teamed together as Los Hayos de la Obscuridad in 2004. I think as faces, as Vampiro had assisted Banderas in his feud with Gran Apollo and Slash Venom, aka longtime WWE developmental worker Flash Fanagan, who had focused their hatred on Banderas after he had been kicked out of top heel stable La Compania in October 2003. Uh, but Banderas had returned to Heeldom in 2005 when he formed La Cruz del Diablo. Um, apparently, Vampiro and Banderas had also had a feud in 2003 where they traded the IWA hardcore title a few times. Um, so that's about everything I could find on these two in Puerto Rico, Danny. Um, were you able to find anything at all? Other than some, uh, I think there was two matches I found from 2003, as you mentioned. Um, other than that, you've done way more research than I could have uh, found, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be honest, mate, that is the full brunt of what Google could show me. So um, I pretty much think it's just a case of watching matches and working it out for yourself. Uh, but we do have a match to talk about, Danny. So shall we just get on with it? Absolutely, mate. Okay, so from IWA Puerto Rico's Hysteria Broequa Tour of 2006, we have a casket match pitting Vampiro versus Ricky Banderas. And we will put both parts of this match as links. Um, we've already done it on our Twitter account, but we'll do it on the episode to come as well. 
Um, so for the listeners out there that would like to watch the match before we talk about it, it is in two parts on YouTube. Um, and in the liner notes for this episode, um, the links will be there as well. So do give it a watch and uh, we will see you in 20 minutes or so. But if you just want to listen to us, um, then that's fine. Go right ahead. Um, so, Danny, the first thing I noticed about this match is that uh, the commentary is completely in Puerto Rican, believe it or not. Um, now, did this take away from your enjoyment or did you enjoy the match regardless? No, I pretty much enjoyed the match regardless because I was um, more into what they were going to do, especially when uh, both got out of the ring and, and things like that. But no, no. Um, commentary doesn't really affect me um, if it's in another language. How about you, mate? Does it? Yeah, I was the same, really. I mean, I was I was pretty much focused on this match the whole time. So for me, the commentary almost kind of faded into the background anyway. So, yeah, it didn't really take away from my enjoyment, given that I couldn't understand what was being said. Yeah, same. I mean, the, the only thing we're missing from that is a little bit of story told by the commentators. But other than that, yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're telling an amazing story on the match. But, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't take away from what we saw, did it, really? No, definitely not. And I'm going to have to get my Google Translator out because I want to now know what they said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll be um, surprisingly easy to find out. But yeah, uh, that's that's very good. So you can be our uh, Puerto Rican correspondent the next time we watch one of these matches, pal. Let's do it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so this match starts like any good grudge match should with punches being traded and irish whips into turnbuckles before vampiro grounds banderas with elbows before giving a few headbutts and punches in the ropes banderas comes back though with an irish whip reversal into a shoulder block before vampiro ducks a charge and hits banderas with a big boot that test would have been proud of danny oh that was a massive boot wasn't it <laughs> It was. It was almost literally like that running big boot that Test used to do, actually. So, uh, so yeah, someone had been watching the tapes from 1999. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> but this big boot takes Banderas outside and Vampiro allows him back in and hits a spinning kick to the midsection before going outside to grab a chair from the seating area. We then go back to the ring and Vampiro sets up the chair in the middle and hits Banderas with chops, but Banderas rallies to drop to hold Vampiro into the chair, which is the spot that I've always enjoyed, Danny, and it looks really effective if filmed right, which it was here. It looked a lot more brutal than it probably was, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely, mate. And yeah, it just flowed well with the match. I mean, these two have great chemistry. They... Absolutely do, mate. And yeah, you can you can see that here in the opening minutes as well. That yeah, these are obviously two people that have um, literally worked a lot together with. Um, and yeah, there, there will be a clip at the start of this episode from a an interview that Banderas gave about his feud with Vampiro, and he's he's very clear about the fact that he classes Vampiro as a brother and that Vampiro really helped him along and kind of helped to to build his style as a wrestler. So, yeah, you can really see the the chemistry and respect that these two have got in the opening minutes of this match, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, Banderas hits Vampiro with a, a brutal 
unprotected chair sock to the head before rolling Vampiro towards the coffin outside and placing him in. But before he can close the lid fully, Vampiro stops him and we get dueling punches before Banderas rolls Vampiro back inside for more punches shared between friends. Banderas hits some chops and a, a lovely snap suplex for two before Vampiro fights back with a suplex of his own. And that was the first seven minutes of the match, mate. I mean, it really flew by, didn't it? And this is what takes us to the end of part one. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, you just couldn't get enough of this match. Uh, when this happened, I was like, oh, man, I need to get on to part two immediately. So that's what I did. <laughs> yes, and um, thankfully... YouTube thought the same as well and actually did an autoplay into part two because I was enjoying this match so much that I'd lost all track of having to get into part two. So we get into part two and both men are back on their feet and trading shots before Vampiro ducks a clothesline and hits a mafia kick. Vampiro is up first though and follows Banderas outside to the casket where Banderas whips Vampiro's leg off the apron to ground him before rolling him back inside. Banderas and Vampiro try for go-behinds, but Vampiro gets the upper hand and shoves Banderas face-first into the turnbuckle. Vampiro then places Banderas up top and hits a crucifix cutter, before following Banderas outside to the casket area. He grabs another chair and softens a flawed Banderas with a few shots, before forcing him into the casket, where this time Banderas fights to get out. And this is the exact spot, Danny, that Wrestling Society X use when they show Vampiro and Banderas fighting in the casket before the explosion goes off that disfigures Banderas. But we'll get to that in a minute. Absolutely, mate. I thought this looked uh, familiar. (laughs) Yeah, it's just that whole um, struggling to close the lid. Uh, But like I say, we'll we'll cover the rest of that in a moment. Um, So, (laughs) Banderas throws the casket lid open with force, staggering Vampiro, before he spits a viscous substance into Vampiro's face, once out of the casket. Banderas then hits Vampiro with a forearm and throws him into the coffin, sealing the lid shut for the win in 12 minutes and 7 seconds. Um, so, Danny, this match was, was brief, but uncommonly good in my opinion. What are your thoughts of this match? Absolutely agreed. I mean, this was a, a hidden gem, I would say. I mean, we're, we're all about hidden gems on um, One Man's Meat. And yeah, this definitely filled the, the category. Um, I did have a question, though, for you, Chris. Okay, mate, go on. What was that object that um, Ricky Banderas pulled out of the casket? Was it a um, fire poker? I got the impression that's what it was, because I couldn't think of anything else that would potentially be in the casket as such but yeah he, he definitely uses something on Vampiro doesn't he yeah that's the one downfall I had with this match is it's a tiny bit blurry but um, mm. apart from that yeah really enjoyable bounce yeah it was um, and we, we even get a, a very well funny homage in my opinion to the Undertaker at Raw Rumble 1994 where we suddenly get a, a casket cam that shows Vampiro waking up inside the coffin before a bunch of Puerto Rican goths who I assume are Banderas' stable mates prepare the coffin for Banderas to make a sacrifice but when the casket is opened it's Banderas in the coffin not Vampiro before Vampiro's voice plays over the PA where he calls Ricky's name 
before the video cuts out. So it's good to see that we've got some WCW mind games in full effect here. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Matt. I love that little finish there. And, um, yeah, it's something, like you said, straight after WCW uh, slash Undertaker. Um, really, really good little twist there. It most certainly was, mate. And, uh, again, we all love a little bit of camp at One Man's Meat Towers, don't we? Yeah. But we we do need to address something here real quick, Danny, as uh, Wrestling Society X had had spun us a little bit of a yarn, as um, it turns out that the the casket was never rigged with explosives at all. Um, Instead, Kevin Kleinrock's master editing department had superimposed a massive explosion over Ricky Banderas' epic fight back in the casket. So uh, I'll be honest, Danny, I can't believe that TV lied to us, mate. Oh, are you kidding me? That's just shocking that wrestling television would over-exaggerate something. I'm shocked. I know. It's a a massive surprise. I mean, obviously, he hadn't picked up on the fact that, you know, over 20 years following his uh, recording of this, or nearly 20 years, I should say, um, a little wrestling podcast from uh, from England would, would decide to cover the match where you know, this feud had originated in WSX and uh, yeah, there you go. It, it turns out they were they were a bunch of little fibbers and um, Ricky Banderas never had a burned face as a result of this match. So it must have just been clumsy and tripped over a box of matches. <laughs> it worked out in the end. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but this was a good match, if um, a little bit on the short side. Um, the crowd were well up for it, mate. I mean, I, I looked on Cage Match. Uh, this was shown before a crowd of 4,000, but uh, it sounded like there was a lot more people in the arena, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, I would say it sounded like at least twelve to 15,000. I mean, there was they were up. Yeah, most definitely. And yeah, the the crowd were into it. And I suppose we could make the distinction that we were into this as well. I mean, I enjoyed it, mate. What what about you? Yeah, yeah, this was a win for us. Um, it makes me want to go back and see more of their matches since I know they've had um, a couple that we mentioned before from 2003. Um, yeah, I'll be up for seeing more of uh, these two. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'd be quite interested in watching a couple of their tag team matches as well. I mean, there are one or two up on YouTube with a, a couple of Reddit links to what was going on. So, so yeah, um, do do expect you boys to uh, follow this up in the future and kind of look at a little bit more of uh, IWA Puerto Rico, mate. What do you think? Yeah, I'll be up for that, mate, especially since it's such a um, a hidden wrestling promotion where not many people are talking about it. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we could we could probably find quite a lot of good stuff if we uh, were prepared to dig around, couldn't we? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And also, meat siders, we want to know what you thought as well. So do please drop us a line over at One Man's Meat Pod on Twitter and share your thoughts. Uh, we'll even read them out on a future episode. And yeah, do you want us to cover a little bit more of um, Puerto Rico's biggest promotion? We will be more than happy to do it. Uh, But talking of the future, we will be back next week to continue our journey into Wrestling Society X, where we will maybe get an update on Vampiro and Ricky's current issues there. But in the meantime and in between time, stay cold, Meat Cider!